0: As we're diving into today's episode of Agency Journey, let me tell you real quickly about our sponsor today, Aribi. And Aribi is an all-in-one marketing analytics tool. They've got Google Analytics squarely in their sites. And I've got to be honest, I think I set up uh, Google Analytics for the first time back in college in 2008. I thought it was so cool. You could see the keywords, the exact geography where people were. Still a super powerful platform, but it feels like it's passed me by. There is so much work that goes into setting up and maintaining GA. Uh, if you, it's, it's a beast to configure to track all the changes that you make on the site. If you make a mistake, that data is gone. If you're not living in the platform every day, it's just a tough, tough platform to stay on top of. And so I checked out a Reby here a couple months ago, plugged it into Zenpilot.com, and it was the coolest thing. It, it crawled, it captured all of our events it made it super easy to see our funnel and it just worked. So I love being able to see how many people, as an example, read, I've got this uh, 4,000 word definitive guide to click up for agencies and uh, seeing who's read it, where they come from, how that influences the buying process and having that just automatically work. And the funnel just created inside Rebi is super cool. So you can check out Rebi It's rebi.io and, and specifically to spin up your free trial or just to check out the platform, go to rebi.io slash agency journey. If you do spin up a free trial, use the coupon code agency journey. It's all one word. Both of them are all one word. Save 20% off any plan with that special deal for podcast listeners. And remember, they can track our conversion, so check them out. All right, that's Ruby.io. We appreciate their sponsorship. Let's get on with the show. All right, welcome into another week, another Agency Journey episode. This week, I have the privilege of having Sean Clark from High Level on the Podcast. Sean, thanks for jumping in, man. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Can you give us, I'll, I'll let you give us like the 30 second overview of high level right now. And there's probably some people out there who are, they'll say high level, what's that? And then you'll say, go high level. And they'll be like, oh, go high level. I'm familiar with that. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you've run into that before.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So um, high level is basically uh, the all-in-one platform for digital marketing agencies. So if you're a digital agency you know, we have every tool you could imagine in one spot for your agency. So, you know, if you're the type of person who's used, you know, let's say a funnel builder and a calendar scheduling tool and a CRM and a this and a that and try to glue it together as Zapier, we tend to be the solution to that problem. Um, and then on a go forward basis, we're also really developing a SaaS products that allows agencies to not only sell services, but also become de facto software companies. And so kind of a Kind of an interesting combination, but really, if you're a digital agency, you should definitely check us out.
0: Yeah. So, and the site is gohighlevel.com to, uh, yeah, that's right. that's to go true. to go find it, uh, which, which is where uh, sometimes I'll see the GHL and I'll see HL floating around out there. What was the core of the... And it, so you, prior to this, I mean, your background is in software and software yes. development. If I... I'm if a software story, engineer,
1: right. yes. A bad one, but a software engineer. <laughs> right. And then,
0: so invoice Sherpa. I didn't even realize this until I was doing research. I had no idea that was you, but I, I remember seeing the tool around oh, okay. and that was a handful of years prior to high level, but that was the was that the venture that immediately preceded high level?:
1: Yes, that's true. yeah, so it was an accounting software, it really it automated accounts receivable, which basically meant I would just send emails and text messages to people to pay pass due invoices. Um, actually, were a lot of digital agencies <clears throat> in that space. Um, yeah, so it was all it was software okay. And then that's still, what did you do? Did you sell the product? Yes. Okay. Yes. It is still around. I um, got a random cold call one day from a guy who said he could sell the business. And I said he was crazy. And he said, Oh, (laughs) just name a price. And so I just named a price that I thought was crazy. And he came back a week later with three bids. So I said, ah, crap. I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, I should have asked for a higher number, but you know, it, it worked out great because, um, I uh I was, you know, just looking for a way to um continue to serve clients better and deeper. And I had really kind of run out of good ideas for that business. So mm. it was perfect timing. What
0: so were you already cooking on the idea for high level? Or where did like, yeah. So yeah, off? so
1: I'd talking to talking to a lot of my customers—I had a thousand small business customers, agencies, plumbers, lawyers, doctors, you name it. Yep. And I, you know, I said, "Well, and I, now that I'm helping you collect all this past revenue, that's that's awesome. Happy I did that for you. Um, what else do you need?" And you know, they all said the same thing: like, oh, "We want more customers. We want more customers." And what was really frustrating about that business is I did one thing super well. But, for lots of people, but I couldn't do anything else. So I'd have customers like, "Hey, can you do this?" Right. and hey can you do that?" And I'd be like, those are great ideas, but no. <laughs> um, and so it really frustrated me. So I think the most exciting thing was I want I knew I wanted to go into a vertical after yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and so we were just I was just trying to figure out what the heck I was gonna
0: do. right. So then you started building high level, I mean, some of the features that I remember hearing about,
1: are no, that's, actually, that's not actually true, and I, you know, and I don't want to elongate the story and bore people, but just, just for anybody who actually thinks that like these ideas all happen in a straight line, they don't. Um, so we built ServiceProMax.com, which was a, um, and we built the entire thing because we're nerdy software engineers, and we make the mistake of build first, ask if anybody right. cares later. And um, we built an entire stack for ser- field service management companies, hmm. and then we like, and then we went out and we, and oh, and, and I happen to have the advantage of having hundreds of those people already in my. Right. My customer list. So we went out and we said, "Hey, check this thing out." Um, and they're like, "Yeah, that's cool, but <laughs> we really just need more customers." Yeah, I need like, is there anything in there for that? And they're like, "Oh, okay." And then we're like, "Okay, let's go and like create high level, and it'll be like like podium or something, and we'll sell it to small businesses." And so, so, and, and so that is really the journey that got us to high level. So just for the record, interesting. Yeah, I'm not. It doesn't really happen the way <laughs> right. it it sounds like it should.
0: Um, I've got two different places I want to go. First one, what did you, did you raise money to build high level or is this all all bootstrapped?
1: All bootstrapped.
0: Cool. Um, And then second one is what were some of the first, I mean, the first things I remember hearing about inside high level and the reason people in uh, friends with Rob Bailey, um, who was using it for a bunch of SMS uh, type stuff. Um, So I remember hearing about it from like a CRM and SMS type stuff. Is that still at the core of high level today? It is still
1: the core. I mean, so, I mean, the the reality is, is that, We are on a mission to help small businesses, and you know what we've learned along the journey is a couple of important things. Number one, small businesses aren't the if you want to really help them, then you need to help the agency because the agency is the person that actually does all of the heavy lifting. And they're like this, and it's funny because they're they're like so behind the scenes, like I never knew they existed, right? Because you talk to a small business owner, they'll talk a really good game like they know what they're doing, but they have no clue what they're doing. And the ones that really are successful, they they have agencies. And and now that I know all this, it makes total sense, right? But so that was the first lesson, like, no, don't focus on the dentist, focus on the dentist's agency, help those people. Hmm. And then the second piece is the number one issue um, that every small business in America has is they don't follow up with their leads. Um, And they never will, um, and there's nothing you can do about it. So if you can find a solution to that, then that's what you should do. And so for us, we focused hard out of the gate on how do we automate automate follow-up to those leads, and SMS was the perfect channel to reach people.
0: Right. That makes sense. Um, you mentioned like the SaaS. How, how can agencies turn into or have it basically a de facto SaaS product? Yes. Uh, which is a dream for most agencies. I mean, that was yeah. part of our, our story is going in and uh, getting our hands dirty, building a SaaS product. What What does that product look like? How does it function? Tell us a little bit about what that is. Yeah, means. sure.
1: Absolutely. So if you're a marketing agency today, you're, you're primarily selling services. But as part of the services you sell, you no doubt. Easy, easiest way to think about this is you no doubt recommend products to your customers that they should go buy in addition to what you do. But the problem we foresee there is that ultimately none of that revenue flows back to you as an agency. And invariably later on down the road, if you get cut back on your services and you lose a customer, that software company tends to keep their customer right. and you're out the door. So we thought, well, wait a second, what if we could enable the agencies to replace those software products? Because By and large, if you look at most of them from a feature set perspective and speaking as an engineer, none of those things are like groundbreaking, you know, like, wow, this is amazing. I've never seen this anywhere kind of features. They're things that are all over the place. So what we've done is basically replicate the features of all of those types of systems that you might recommend to your clients. And we've allowed you to white label them, um, customize them in many ways that don't require you to be a programmer, and then sell them as a monthly recurring SaaS product. Um, and create this great recurring revenue stream that's all software based and combine it with your services. So same story. You, start, you still make a cutback on the AdWords campaign, but now you keep the revenue stream on the software side and you didn't just lose a customer.
0: Right. And so you have the billing it directly integrated as well from yep, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yep, and then when it. you yep, say when you yep. say customize, so white label, I think everyone gets that right away. When you say customize, what is that? What does that look like? Is it turning yeah, so things on and off?
1: There's totally there's like there's two different camps here, right? So there's like the, Hey, I'm a software engineer, or I have someone on staff, or I know someone, blah, blah, blah. So we've got really rich, deep um, software APIs that people can use. Um, We have even the ability to change the front end with custom code, which is something I've personally never seen in another app. Um, But we also then break it down from there, because the other thing is a lot of agencies have, IP of some sort or another, campaigns that work, landing pages that work, techniques that work, whatever it is. And we allow you to sort of it, it put those into the system and create what are called snapshots. And basically what it means is that when a client signs up, you can automatically import all this IP that you've already created instantly. And what's great about it is it really makes that version of high level, your version of high level. And so when someone says, well, why would I sign up with you, you know uh, Mr. Agency versus going to high level? Well, trick question. We only sell the marketing agency. So in that case, and eh, they can't sign up with us. But if they said, well, wait a second, but I know Bob down the street uses high level. Why shouldn't I sign up with him? The answer is simple. You don't get all of my stuff. You don't get the stuff that I've already created, already know works, already can execute for you immediately. Right. right? And so that I think is that you know, we offer a big range of customization. But even for someone who's like, I couldn't program my way out of a paper bag, that's okay because all of the stuff you already do that makes you special. You can can come with it out of the gate.
0: Right. Uh, that's really cool. I mean, it's a big reason agencies like working with us, like, hey, here's a pre-built install that you get. That Absolutely. Click about it, right? it doesn't have it. It's a huge value.
1: People want easy answers. And, right. it, it, and and again, back to why marketing agencies are the un, un, unsung heroes of, of small business, right? They are the ones who understand and have gone into the trenches to learn and continuously learn and adapt. To how to make the you know the plumber get way more jobs or the you know the dentist get more patients or whatever and so I think that's something really important to recognize.
0: What are I um, would imagine this is all over the board. Um, well, I mean, this is a two-part question. First part is simple: are agencies packaging it into one fee, or are they selling? Here's your software subscription to our software, and here's our services layer on top of that.
1: I, I mean, the, the real answer is that they're doing both. But what we tell everyone to do, and the most successful agencies by a wide mile split them
0: split them right because,
1: because that's the way the world operates i mean software and services are seen as two different components and again back to that whole like hey oh crap i just lost my customer they don't want to do the facebook ads anymore you got to keep the software in there and if you didn't knock it out as a separate price point also you got to realize software is a lot cheaper than service on almost every situation so now it becomes a whole another downsell foot in the door product etc um so i mean we have it's crazy. We have agencies. I know our two biggest agencies on the software-only side are doing $3 million in revenue a year just in software sales mm. for themselves um, before they even talk about any of their services.
0: Yep. So what does that ARPU look like then for these agencies? I mean, obviously, I would assume because you're customizing it completely, you can charge whatever you want to charge, but what's yeah, the Yeah, sure. Here? So
1: I would say the but, but ARPU does have the A in it, right? So yeah, average revenue per user right. is is two ninety seven. Um, but do I, do we know people in the automotive industry selling them for five grand a month? We do. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it does vary, but I would say, you know, you should, if you, if you have no idea where to start, you know, if you go look at podium.com or birdeye.com or thrive.com, which is T H R Y V. Right. Yep. These are all comparator products and they're all, um, you they're all right there in the hunt. And you can see they sell to a, a zillion different markets, all single location businesses, like very similar. So it's it should be easy to match up against those folks.
0: Right. That makes sense. So then, and when you're saying that, just to clarify, because internally, and I would say it's always some people are had to talk about pricing on podcasts. It's like, well, this yeah. is going to, someone might listen to this a year from now, but early Q2, 2021, you guys for for an agency level account with high level is, yeah. is that price tag. You're saying they're then reselling it to their, oh, yeah, sorry, that's, there that. are pips. Yeah, 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 right. yeah sorry. Yeah.
1: on our, On our side, no, that, well, that's what know. I was
0: asking. I just wanted to make sure. That oh, that, oh, sorry. Since the, the prices matched up, yeah, this is the
1: pricing that we expect agencies to charge. Charge I mean, perfect. On, on our on our side, though, I mean, our most expensive plan is four ninety seven a month, and it's unlimited accounts. So, I mean, for us, you know, if you pay us four ninety seven, whether you have five customers or five hundred customers, you're not going to pay us a dollar more.
0: Yep. That makes sense. What do you, I mean, there's, well, obviously the SMS stuff that's outsourced to, you, know, you guys aren't carrying all those costs since that's through Twilio. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which by the way, you can bill and mark up to your customer as well, which is kind of cool. That is that is, that is a, a cool feature that you guys have. I've heard about that from a number of different agencies um, who like that component of it. From a, I mean, there, there, there are there other value metrics though internally that would trigger that, whether it's file storage or I guess at four ninety seven you're probably.
1: You know, I mean, there, there might be at some point down the road, but there really isn't today. I mean, right. the the reality is we've tried to create a simple pricing model as possible, and yep. we also want to see that reflected out into the market because again, if you're dealing with a small business, they don't have a lot of time to monkey around. So if you can give them, um, you know, one price that basically covers all things, I think it's good. But the, the flip side is they're not, they generally at a location level, aren't very heavy users, um, right. you know? So I don't think there's a big, there's not, there's, I mean, there really isn't a real risk. And honestly, we carry all the risk for for any of those other usage points anyway. So the agency doesn't have to care.
0: Right, right. That makes sense. That's awesome. What um In terms of the packages that agencies are delivering on top of this, what types of agencies, obviously we're talking about small businesses. Yeah. Uh, well, so, I mean,
1: I mean there, there are some medium businesses as well. I mean, we definitely have people who work. I mean, <laughs> it's funny. Um, uh, uh, let's see. What's the best way to say this without, um, without <laughs> saying it? Um, so we have, uh, we have an agency that works with the largest online retailer in the world um, and uh, they use it to manage, um, I believe, this, this not to be named mega online, largest retailer online ever um, has these vans that drive around. And anytime the vans break down, they use uh they use the platform to 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 do it. So we certainly have some weird standout use cases. Yeah. But but right. in general, uh, my, my my goal, my mission is to help the small business owner and most of the agencies we work with are either um, vertical focused um, or they're local, just local digital agencies working with 50, 60 right. clients.
0: Are there consistent so uh, specific services that kind of you've hit, and probably some of this is not necessarily tool specific. Yeah. Probably more market specific, where specific, you know, for us, uh, 90% of our early customer base was all inbound HubSpot partner agencies, because that was the world that we came out of. And then we had yeah. a pocket of paid search, paid social agencies a handful of years ago and, and kind of blew up in specific spaces at different times. Yeah, uh, Consistency in services. Are you saying like, here's a couple more core services, we're getting local SEO
1: firms, or we're getting... Yeah. So, I mean, we, 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 we started like you um, with lead gen agencies. Um, yep. But I mean, I would say that we have grown into every type of agency or, and, and freelancer um, for the record, because I think that the sort of the ubiquity of marketing services in, in terms of their need on the small business side, I mean, it's just a hundred percent overlap. So, you know, the, the only people that shouldn't use us are, are, the, are the only people don't use us are the people that just haven't found out about us yet. I mean, eventually every agency will, will, will use us because every agency is serving a customer and doing amazing things for them. And you know, our goal and mission is to help them do it.
0: Do you internally, with the education that you put out or the way that you're teaching agencies, and maybe there's just not, you know, it sounds like there's a lot of flexibility here. So maybe not there's, hey, there's not one way to, to grow an agency. Um what I what I'm comparing you to in my head just because it's the model that I'm most familiar with, is HubSpot. Yeah, if I'm thinking of these agencies who are HubSpot partners want to support everything that HubSpot can do. And HubSpot at their core is trying to expand and span. And obviously they you know, yeah. built out a marketing platform, then built out a CRM platform. They want to be Salesforce. Right, exactly. And then you know, there's a service component to it. And agencies are obviously struggling to say, hey, our mission at our core, because we were tied into HubSpot so tightly, is we can support all these things. And now we're too small of a team to be able to effectively and efficiently support all the different functions that we have. Um, is there anything in your teaching or I guess how, how do you solve... Not solve that problem for agencies because that's a. I mean, it's a good problem to have. Like, hey, our tool can do a lot of things, more things than you're probably good at doing. But uh, have
1: you run into that, or are
0: you starting to see that with agencies where it's like, hey, we're oh, we we focused on this specific piece of.
1: Yeah. yeah 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 so my evolution here I mean this it's funny right you learn as you go and you know you all of the smart ideas you think you know a lot of those get burned to pieces along the way and so for me I sort of thought okay I know what an agency is it's like 10 people right and they have an office somewhere right and they um, they sort of like I don't know they know they know their craft end to end. Um, and I always think about it like, you know, like a home builder or something, right? You know, like, oh, they know how to build a home. I just go and, I'm like, hey, what you tell me. And then you, like, and you take my feedback, and boom, the custom home appears. And so I sort of thought, what we're doing, our mission, is to serve that agency by creating tools. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to make a lighter hammer. I'm going to take a hammer and a saw. I'm going to put them together because that's better for the home builder, right? Like just tools, tools, tools. That's what I'm all about. Um, but we r- long ago ran across this problem of um, an overran, I would say, because I'm a software engineer. I-, I just think in tools and features and cool, you know, but we gave all these things out to agencies and I, and I just blew past the- this point where it was like, oh, wait, that's not helping you anymore because right. I'm not really thinking about your, you know, I, I sort of lost sight of the core issue um, or, or what it did not see as the core issue, which is agencies don't have a tools problem. Um, they, what they, it, it, you know, they do, but, only, but, but they also have a customer retention issue. They have a churn issue, right? It's the churn that kills agencies. Um, not the, not the fact that they don't have the right tool for the job per se. Um, and so that was, that's really what we've doubled back on in the last six months and has really been our focus um, and I think, and so to your HubSpot question, you know, my solution to this, as I looked at it, I was like, okay, what what is the common problem agency has? It's that they can't either, it's one of two issues. One, you can't keep your customer long enough, or you're not making enough money off the customers you have. And, it, and in order to expand, you got to like double your staff and put a lot of expenses out, right? That's the, the problem we've been trying to solve for the last six months.
0: Outside of the software, or so... I didn't even realize this until I was on call with Abby and Alicia and found out, oh, there's a whole services arm. Yes, Um, I knew about the marketplace. I didn't realize, I mean, just being relatively new to exploring it all, I didn't even realize that there was this whole white label back end to what you guys are doing. So I can see that as a component uh, that's helpful as well. But outside of the, is there anything in addition to the services side and the tooling itself that's focused on, helping agencies solve their churn problem. Obviously the software is like, hey, here's it, here's the
1: yeah. So th- this is it, right? So you actually hit on that. So I first get on the phone with, with I would get on phones with agencies and I would get two agencies, right? I'd get this one guy and I'd say, well, what, what do you do? And you're like, oh, I serve roofers. I'd say great. How long do you keep your clients? He'd say four months. I'd say, oh well that's that sucks. Okay. Well anyways here let me help you get high level setup. Okay, move moving on. And I get on the phone two minutes later with another guy and I'd be like and this literally happened. That's why I use this example. I said well who do you serve? And he said he said roofers. Um, and I said, "Oh, great! So you keep your clients about four months?" And he's like, "What are you talking about, man? I I keep my clients for like four years. I don't even I don't even measure it. Actually, I've never even. I'm not even sure. I'm, I think I lost the guy because he may have like uh, he may have, he may have like like had a heart attack or something. I don't know. But I've never lose a customer. I'm like, what are you talking about? And 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 so over time, I learned that the difference between these two people is simple. One does one service, and the other one does all services." And so off the back of that, I'm like, that's it, huzzah, I've got the answer. I'm going to go out and I'm going to tell every agency the secret. You just need to do it all. And then they said back to me, yeah, that sounds nice, Sean, but we don't have the capability. So then I said, you know what? Hold on, hold that thought. I will go build out an entire agency internal. It took us six months to do it. Here you go. We do it all now. And then they said, you know, that's cool, but now I don't know how to sell it. And this is actually what led us to our journey to SaaS because I, stopped, I realized, you know what, it is hard when you're out there. A lot of agencies are single owner operator. They're, they have limited time and limit bandwidth. And so I was like, look, we need to figure out what is one thing that we can give agencies that'll make them successful. And, and really that's where we got to SaaS. Because I, I realized, you know what, if, if agencies know how to solve their own problem, these are all really smart, hardworking people. They would've just solved it already. They didn't need me to come along. But then I thought, wait a second, what is outside of the agency space that's helping small businesses today, that's super sticky, high revenue, high profit, low service, right? Easy to implement. And it was, it was software, right? It was, it was SMB software, like a Podium, like a Thrive, like a BirdEye. And I was like, well, wait a second, we can do all that. I mean, we can we, we have half these features now. So we took that idea and we went out and we started talking to people about it. And then we found out something really crazy, which this blew my mind. Out of thousands of agencies that we served, we already had hundreds of people doing it. And they were like, yeah, no duh, dude. I've been doing this for like a year. Thanks a lot for making high level. Now I'm doing a hundred grand a month in recurring software revenue. In addition to my services, I'm like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. I should have gotten this sooner. So really we're just racing to bring this message out to people. Like We have found the answer and don't just take our word for it. We've already seen this amazing success. And off the base, off this strong base, this recurring sticky software base, you still do your services. Heck, You can even start with the services. It's just that having that SaaS component helps allow that agency to stay in the game for not months but years. Or if you don't have a churn problem, if you have that profitability issue, now all of a sudden you're adding four hundred bucks a month in recurring revenue for every customer, and it's a significantly higher profit margin business.
0: Right, right. Hmm, That's a cool angle. How do you? Where are you spending your time in the business right now? I mean, you're. I'm assuming you're out of writing code, but maybe that's not. Sadly.
1: Um, yeah, um, I was out of routing code a long time ago because my I have a, I, I have two co-founders um, and one of them is the greatest engineer I've met in my entire career. Um, thank goodness! And yeah, he banished me. He got me out of the code a long time ago because I just caused problems. But yeah, we're we're 135 team members now. So, um, uh, but no, I spend most of my time either helping customers day to day. I don't care what it is. I'll help you get your account set up. I'll help you um, you think through uh, positioning your SaaS offering, all that stuff. But for me, it's like, I don't know what it is. It's like, I've just discovered the secret to agency success. And I am now just hell-bent, excuse my language, on getting this out um, because I want everybody to know about it. Because Not only will it help agencies, but man, the, the success that the small businesses see from this is astronomical. So it's like a win-win across the board. And I'm just insanely excited to get the word out about it.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. What So in terms of roadmap or kind of looking forward, What's what are the big pushes that you guys are focused on right now?
1: Yeah. So we're just wrapping up um, our visual workflow builder, which is sort of like table stakes um, in the HubSpot sort of active campaign world. Um, and what we're really focused on now is I would say, you know, as an agency, if you came to me say, look, I've got all the tools, you could imagine or you're using today all in one spot. Like check that box. Now we have all of these we have this initial set of SMB tools that we've rolled out that's going to allow you to be a SaaS company. And my vision for the rest of the year is, all right, listen, what are the other things we can add that you as an agency can sell or just tack on to the mm-hmm. SMB to continue to make it stickier? And you know a really good example of this, I think, is if you look at a company like Thrive, and nobody knows who Thrive is, but they're the yellow page guys, and they're selling software these days. And to the tune of 130 million in revenue, and they're not even—it's not even their own software. It's vasita.com. Like they're selling other people's right. software. And if I look at that, it's smart. They've got billing and invoicing, which we'll probably add. You know, we've got you know social media posting coming later this year. Um, there's something else. There's a couple other bigger items, but that's the idea. It's like, but it's it's a, it's a mindset change. It's hey, listen, as an agency, what are the software tools that your small businesses that you serve need? That we can give them, so that every single day they wake up and say, "Wow, my agency is amazing. Those guys can do services, they can do software, they can, you know, they can do it all for me. I don't need to go out and take these stupid sales calls from these stupid software companies banging on my phone all day long."
0: Yeah. One thing you mentioned at one point, and I meant to clarify this, but we're talking about your mission and your passion for the SMBs. Um, you said there's some mid-sized businesses you got a foot in that market as well but but primarily focused on the small business that's kind of the bread and butter what's a small business? i mean what size business is kind of a what's your cap on like the small business uh, like, where do you think uh, that cut off the floor or the ceiling <laughs> uh the ceiling on like a, what's a, what's the top of a small I mean business?
1: i mean i would say i mean every industry is a little bit different right but i mean you know like i would say 20 or 20 employees or less i mean it's a yeah. 30 million, I mean, you t- I'm just, I'm thinking about it in the same way that everybody does, right? It's that, that, that traditional pyramid. Um, and to me, it's a 30 million small business market. The vast majority of, of whom are going to be single owner operator businesses, one, one, right. one gallon in a truck, right? Right. Um, but, you know, you'll have your two employees, three employees, four employees, five employees, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Well, the reason that I bring that up is we talk a lot uh, on the podcast about the value of niching. And so you're saying, what well, you're essentially preaching Is the opposite of what most of the businesses that we have on are having success scaling with, which is do everything for them. But the distinction I want to draw here is there's a difference in who you're talking to. If I'm selling to an enterprise customer, they want to know that you're the expert in that one specific thing. And that's fine. They've got the bandwidth to go find the experts and all the things that they need done, and that's who they want to talk with. Yeah. Right. Versus I'm a five-person roofing company, like I would like to make one single call to say, here's what I need done. Uh, that it, is
1: exactly and that is exactly what people. I think this is the, the biggest lesson I've learned. People underestimate that, but it is so true. And talk to a small business owner, like you're just like one thing on the daily list, man. They just want it, right. you know. And I, I think is you know you can look at this it, interesting, like in retail, you know, fast fast, you know, rewind back thirty years, and there was a store for everything, and now there's a, there's a, there's very very few stores that do one thing, and I think it's for a good reason. It's the fact that the middle. The, it, like the, the middle tier is like the good enough. Like, I, you know, I, I'm like, I got a Costco, right? And, you know, I I to go buy my vacuum cleaner. I'm sure there's a thousand vacuum cleaners, but what I know is I don't have time to deal with it. Right. And I'm sure that one of these two or three options is probably good enough and if I really hate it for whatever reason, they've got a good return policy. So call it a day. But you know what it is? I just check the box and I move on. But it's not just a vacuum cleaner, right? It's a hundred other product categories. One stop shop, I'm done. Is it best in class? Probably not. But do I need, do I need best in class for everything? No. And I, even even if I did, I, I don't know. I have time, right? Like, right. let's move on. And I think most small business owners are going to treat their marketing and, more importantly, their software this way, right? Yeah. And, and gosh, what a good feeling it must be to call one person and say look I need a website yeah no problem i you know i need i need that um, i heard google my business has google messaging now or something like oh yeah no problem we got that turned on actually already for you like all that stuff you just check 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 that box and it makes you insanely invaluable to your customer how can they get rid of you
0: right 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 yeah that's awesome what's the <clears throat> so for agencies who want to learn more is there anything from an education perspective so obviously go yes. is a site yes yes yes
1: yes actually Before you go to highlevel.com, go to YouTube and search High Level because um, our channel is full of not just videos about like how to do this and how to do that, but really a lot of good education from internal but also external. Because the other thing we think about, and this is like my my motto and our company motto really is, we do well when we enable others to succeed. And we mean this very much across the board. So we mean this for developer partners, we mean this for customers, we mean this for SMBs, and we mean this for like experts in the field who are just super valuable and we try to bring them into our, our ecosystem and, and, you know, and we're always honored that they show up even when we get it They're you know, they've got, you know, they're pitching something, right. They got a coaching program or whatever, but you know, they're good at what they do. So they probably deserve to, to, to get that exposure. Um, and so, and, and we always make them come by and give away free, uh, free value, um, as part of the deal. And so there's a ton of great stuff in there. Um, so even if you don't, but you know sign up with high level as an agency i highly recommend it um once you do become a customer one thing i will say it's our community that really is our strength we have 11,000 of some of the best marketers in the world in our facebook group um and I, and it's and you have to pay to you know they have to be a customer to get into it but i think that's the value um you know getting it's not a free for all it's literally a group of 11,000 of some of the smartest people people you want to know in one spot sharing information with each other it's dynamite
0: Mm, that's awesome. Cool. Sean, this is uh, cool to go deep on uh, high level, kind of the story and then the mission that you're on and what you guys are building now. Uh, so I appreciate you coming on and sharing today. Yeah, Thank man. It,
1: uh, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped up about this. It's going to be a really great year for for digital marketing agencies across the board. And um, I just am happy to be part of it. It,
0: it definitely is. Um, we've seen <clears throat> two quarters consecutively of maybe some of the best agency growth uh, that. In the past ten years, that I've seen. Well, that you know,
1: I, and I'll toss this out to everybody. You know, um, I'm a I'm a I'm a data geek. So just go to Google Trends and search digital marketing agency, <laughs> and then scroll back to the the, the 2004, which is as far back as Google was measuring that data. And you and there's never been a time where digital marketing agency has been searched more or SEO agency. And you know, if you go look at what the search results return on those terms, they're agencies. And who are searching those? It's the small business owner. They're, they're reaching out. They're trying to get a hold of you. They're saying, "We get it. Covid really killed us. Um, we realize we need to go digital. We need. We realize it's complicated. We need. We need somebody's help." So this is like the absolute best time to be a digital agency. It's it's pretty awesome. For sure.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, Sean.
1: Yes, sir. Thanks for having me.